Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Feslian, FeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ. I'm Reva Christ. We begin episode 24 with part two of Christ's Cosmic Pilot Train. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, I will be reading from the telepathic message I received from Christ. When men took dominion over the planet, they didn't just hoard the resources of the earth, and they didn't just destroy those resources. They subjugated the minds of their brethren, and they destroyed the free will of the people and severed their connections with their spirits. And instead, they raised industries of every kind that had to do with profit, propaganda, and materialism. They named themselves gods and promoted their unnatural ideas as God's ideas. They promoted the right to rule with violence, oppression, subjugation, suppression, and domination. And all of their religions and their academics promote these ideas and philosophies. Even the one who comes along claiming a new idea will use the old philosophies and tactics in order to promote himself. They give nothing but chains to further enslave, while they take every thought of freedom and twist it to serve their oppressive agendas, and they do it all through their propaganda and their media campaigns. They feed off your physical bodies by putting you to work, serving their industries. They feed off your talent by stealing your ideas, and they leave you blank, empty slates, craving for their words to fill you, so you watch more and more of their propaganda as your entertainment, believing you are being distracted from your indentured service to their oppressive system. But in reality, you are dependent on them in order to barely get by, because they are controlling not only the resources you can afford, they are controlling your income. As they restrict your income, so do they restrict your buying power, and because you are restricted, it keeps you hungry for more of their propaganda. Soon, you will realize that all you do is work, and all you have accumulated is debt. There is no actual sustenance because the industry owner also owns everything else. Even the credit card you live off of, the bank where you have your accounts, everything. But in nature, no one can own you because nature does not try to own you. You are a part of nature and nature is in you. While your mind is open to the sentient field, you are a part of nature and a part of God. You no longer belong to man's world. You are not a part of his industries, his factories, his propaganda, or his materialism. Feel this with your senses. Experience it and know it as a reality. And as you continue with the process, you will start to become a natural creation once more. No longer will you be the product of men. You will be a living, independent, natural creation of God. Your biggest challenge will be how do I survive when I need my job to provide me with an income? And the answer is this. First, there must be balance. As you slowly metamorphosis back into your true identity, your natural identity as a sentient man or woman, you will bring balance to your life. Your body is the only aspect of you that needs money to survive. And to begin with, 
you will use your job, your career, and your income to support your body while you utilize your mental communication with nature to support your alpha mind. Get to know your alpha mind through the peace you obtain from your time in nature. There are only two questions to ask, and you need to take your time with each one. Do not be quick to answer. Who are you? Who are you refers to who are you naturally? Who are you according to your nature? Do you know your nature? Your nature is the state of your energy when you are at rest, when you are comfortable, when you are at peace with your life, your surroundings, and your mental baggage. Do you know your nature? Take some time to discover your nature by getting comfortable so you experience peace with your life, your surroundings, and with your mental baggage, and then answer the question thoughtfully. Who are you? If you cannot answer the question because you live in the city where it is always noisy, or if your home is full of noise because of children, the television, the radio, the computer, the phone, or any of a million things you have to do, you will have to set all aside and find a peaceful place in nature where you can be alone. When I say you need to be in nature, I do not mean the public park where it is noisy and barren and children's amusements take the place of trees. I mean you need to be in the woods, the undisturbed, undeveloped wild that man has not yet leveled, trashed, or destroyed. When I say you need to be alone, I mean you need solitude. In solitude, there is only you and your thoughts, and you can take the time to breathe normally, peacefully, and relax your mind and your body. You can let the stress of your life, your job, your relationships, your responsibilities wash over you and then flow away, all because you are peaceful, relaxed, and calm, and you are breathing peacefully and calmly. Solitude is your gift to yourself, and nature is God's gift to you. Stand still, sit down, relax, and breathe. Look at the natural surroundings. What do you see? What colors are there? Where is the sun? What can you hear? What is the source of the sound? Breathe in the scent of the natural world. What do you smell? Fill your senses with nature and allow the sense of nature to wash you clean. This is God's energy. As you focus your senses on nature, you will be refocused on what you truly are, for you are also a natural creation. And now, as you continue to breathe in the forest, as you continue to listen to the leaves rustle, as you continue to watch the woodland creatures frolic, answer the question, who are you? Once you feel you have a definitive answer to who you are, you are ready to answer the next question. What do you really want? What do you really want asks, what do you want from your natural evolution? By nature, you are a mental spirit, not a flesh man or woman. So you are asking, what do you really want from your mental evolution? This question is not to be taken lightly. It is not asking, what do you want from your brain? What do you want from your mind? Your mind is awakened to the sentient field now. You have experienced it through your communion with nature. 
your mind is connected to life, true life, real life, natural life. You are not the sum of your body any more than the grass is the grass or the trees are the trees or the birds are birds or the animals are animals. These are only the physical manifestations of something even greater. All the bodies you see, the body of the tree, the body of the blade of grass, the body of the plant, vegetable, fruit, flower, the body of the bird, and the bodies of all the animals, even your own body, is just the material vessel that houses you, just as all of the natural world is housed in individual bodies that are relative to the function of their information, you are housed in a body relative to the function of your information. In other words, the body is just the vessel that carries the sentient mind. All sentient minds are connected, even though not all minds carry the same level of sentient information or thinking. They are connected by sentience. What do you want out of your natural life asks, what do you want out of your sentient life, which is also your sentient mental life? What do you want out of your sentient mental life? As a sentient being, you have an indefinite lifespan. Your time in the mortal body is limited, but your time as a sentient being is infinite, and evolution is not only possible, it is necessary to your advancement. The question is not asked in anticipation of an immediate answer. First, you need to discover who you are as a sentient being, and this too will take time. Nature holds the sentience that connects you to your true self, which is why man destroys nature. You will not discover yourself in man's world. Man's world will only provide you with the antithesis of what you are because man builds his world from synthetic and artificial materials that he invented through the corruption of natural materials. Man has been running away from his sentient mind. His sentient mind terrifies him because sensitivity terrifies him. And man wants to pretend he is as cold and lifeless as the concrete and steel that he invents for the construction of his industrial buildings. Do you find you are drawn to nature? If so, this is your spirit calling out to know itself in its true environment. Do you spend time in nature? When I ask, do you spend time in nature, I do not mean do you take nature walks with your headset on listening to the radio or with your earbud in your ear talking on your phone. I do not mean do you take walks in nature with a group of friends while you all chat about your lives, your work, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, or your children. When I ask do you spend time in nature, I mean do you spend quality time alone in nature? Do you spend time in nature for the purpose of meditating with nature? You go into nature alone, so you are meditating alone, just your sentient mind and the sentient mind of nature. This is your first exercise. While you are alone in nature, listen with your mind. Allow your mind to be stilled by nature's response to your mental presence. Pause and repeat. Spend 10 minutes here, and then when you return, spend 20 minutes in solitude with your mind open and listening to nature. What do your ears hear? What does your nose smell? What does this feel like 
to your mind. Repeat the exercise. Man's world holds the programmer's patterns for those positions he will allow you to have in his artificial and synthetic world, and each of these patterns serves the master with the highest material profit that he alone will personally garner from your labor. When you choose your own mental evolution, you evolve in sentience, and you achieve the highest sentient intelligence that will serve you and the field of sentience in your infinite lifespan. Your enrichment is spiritual, and it is everlasting. No man is the master of your spirit, but man will control your flesh and your mind for as long as you allow him to own you while you gain an income from him and his artificial and synthetic industries. Return to nature. Meditate and join your mind with the mind of nature. Listen and breathe. Experience the sights, the sounds, and the smells of nature, and most importantly, listen to how nature communicates with you. This is true communication. Repeat the exercise until you master the art of natural communication in the sentient world. In review, in step one, you awakened to your lost sentience through your return to nature. In step two, you maintained a methodical practice of returning to sentience through repeated experiences in communing with nature, and you balanced these with your work life, which is outside the sentient field. In step three, you will begin to explore your field of sentience by choosing a direction to go toward. If you turn inward, you will be exploring yourself. If you turn outward, you will be exploring the sentient field that connects all of sentient life. I suggest you start with the journey inside. You will begin the journey inside by going to nature and sitting in stillness with your eyes closed as you observe the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are within you as your senses are engaged in the natural world. You may want to bring a notebook to make notes and jot down your observations. You are not an investigator of sentient information. You are your own sentient information. What are your observations and impressions? What are your feelings and thoughts? If thoughts or feelings concerning your life in the material world filter through, do not suppress them, but write about them and explore them. Does being in nature impact your experiences in the material world? If so, in what way? What are your thoughts? What do you see that you did not see before? What do you feel that you did not feel before? What do you know about yourself that you did not know before? In this exercise, you will take note of all the information that comes to your attention and you will record it for later review. As you begin to document your sentient thoughts, feelings, and emotions, along with your human thoughts, feelings, and emotions, you will be revealing two planes of your own mind, the higher sentient plane of your mind that is filled with sentience and free of programming, and the lower human plane of your mind that is full of man's programming. The end goal of the training will be to refine both so they serve the sentient state which is your alpha mind. 
As you get comfortable with exploring your inner world of thoughts and feelings, you will want to utilize your skills as an investigative reporter and continue to report these things as part of your daily practice. If your schedule is hectic, you may want to use your writing as an exercise that you perform before you go to sleep. If you find that you are restless at night, you might want to get up and find a quiet room you can use to write down your thoughts. The writing exercise will purge your restless energy and you will soon be able to go back to sleep. You might also gain some insight while you are writing. Though you will not be in nature unless you live in nature, you will be able to release any mental material you have been carrying around that has been counterproductive to your sentient journey and any sentient thoughts or experiences that you would like to further document and clarify. The journey to sentient self-discovery is one of personal satisfaction that cannot be measured against man's world simply because nothing stands up to it. Your personal growth will become more important to you than your material advancement because you will enjoy the enrichment of your spirit which will enhance your awareness of yourself and the feeling of wholeness within your own identity. Most who are aware of not being whole feel the emptiness of loneliness that is usually generated from programming. They are programmed to find a mate and so when they see others with a mate they believe they are losing out on something valuable. But to not know yourself and to find a mate will not give you any material to bond with for you will be a foreign object outside of your own shallow existence. Once you take the journey of sentience, you will discover your own fullness within your own sentient field, for you will come face to face with your own soul, the true you, in your journey. This will not only be the driving force to continue your sentient training and exploration, it will be the incentive to self-discovery that will lead you to the rapture of self-fulfillment and self-satisfaction. Through exploration of your own sentient self, you will be evolving in sentience and becoming the whole spirit being that you truly are, intelligent, gifted, and eternal. Coming out of the cosmic stream, I always felt my own sentience. This is something I have always sensed and I have always believed in my senses. Even as a child, I felt the spirit. I was enthralled by it as it consumed me. I would spend hours in nature, mesmerized by the sensations of it, the smell of the earth, the smell of the heat of the sun, how it felt on my body, the smell of snow and how it felt, the sight and sound of birds, the sight and scent of trees, flowers and brush, the look and smell of the ocean that always called to me, the look of a babbling brook, the shape and colors of seashells, all of the animal kingdom. From as early as five years of age, I remember being transfixed by nature with no thoughts at all in my head, but instead the flooding of wonderful sensations through all of my senses. Did I mention the fall leaves or the trees in their white clothes or the cherry blossom leaves that drifted to the ground? I can recall it with clarity and I am out of my body. It was wonderful. Now imagine experiencing this, being someplace else and being washed in this wonderful sensation of peace and life in its perfect creation. Can you even comprehend this as a child? 
It is more difficult to describe how a child feels spiritually than it is to tell you how I, as an adult, experience sentience. But I was always filled with a knowing that felt like a high wave of energy connected me to nature. I learned that I was different from other human beings because I didn't feel the high wave of energy when I was around people. There wasn't a single human being that made me feel that way. There wasn't a group of people that made me feel that way. There wasn't an invention, a building, a piece of art. There wasn't anything that man made that made me feel that way. I was intrinsically connected to the natural world. I came alive in nature. I was thrilled by nature. I was filled with the sense, sounds, and feelings of nature. I learned to speak and write and understand the language of English. I learned what things were called. I learned the same subjects the average child learns in school, but I wasn't impressed by any of it. I wasn't drawn in, and I wasn't inspired. I listened to other kids talk, and I wasn't interested in what they talked about. But let someone bring an animal to school to show and tell, and you would hold my attention. I loved animals. I loved the way they looked, and I loved their energy. Animals called to me just like the rest of nature called to me. In high school, the subject of biology interested me until it came down to dissection. Then I was offended. I was offended not only by the act of dissection, but by the wanton waste of life. And I realized right away I was different because no one seemed to even care. They didn't see the waste. It was as if they were all blind, and I couldn't join them in their blindness. So I withdrew inside myself. I didn't understand or relate to human customs, traditions, their behaviors, or conversations, because all of these things glorified humans while depreciating and destroying nature. Humans celebrated humans. Even in their religions, they celebrated themselves, because their celebrations were all about their own salvation. Their feign attempts at worship were only desperate means to plead for something they needed or wanted that they either could not get for themselves or didn't want to get for themselves. They never asked to be enlightened or more aware of nature. They never asked to be appreciative of nature. No sooner did they rise from kneeling and praying than they would leave the church and go right back to being unaware of the existence of anything beyond themselves or their own interests. Their information didn't make me feel the way nature did. Their thoughts didn't raise me and neither did their knowledge. You cannot experience sentience without experiencing pain because once you are open to the web of life, you feel the pain and suffering of all the life forms in the web of life. And when you look to see the cause of the pain, you find that humans are always at the source. Humans are always giving generous helpings of pain to all of this sentient life on earth. They do it unconsciously and they do it consciously. They do it in apathy and they do it with relish and delight. And when you are truly sentient, and you come to realize how the human species is at war with sentience, there is no side you can choose but the side of sentience. And this will lead you to the higher road, and you will realize the only way to survive is to withdraw from human society, even your own family, and live in seclusion, apart from all the non-sentience of the human world. You have to do this if you intend to save your own sentience. My spiritual calling has led me through all my decisions in life. It has created a path for me that I would not otherwise have chosen. There were many times I would have preferred luxuries and physical comforts, but along with my love of spiritual feelings, 
I had a strong distaste for anything that I felt compromised my virtue, anything deceitful or dishonest, and so I would not even entertain the thought of corrupting my spirit in order to gain a material benefit. This is how idealistic I was. I will tell you in hindsight now that I am in the last quarter of my life, the feelings that carried me through were amazing. They kept me on the straight and narrow and made my heart very happy. But in truth, it was not easy to live by the spirit. The human world is a cold and unforgiving place to be in, and there seems to be no end to their interference as they attempt to take over everything and corrupt it. Every concept and thought is twisted and maligned to serve purposes that have nothing to do with the virtue of the spirit, which is the essence of all goodness. It seemed to me that man cast a dark shadow everywhere he went, and I learned that keeping myself apart from this became necessary because I valued my spiritual wealth. This is how much sentience impacted me. Rather than try to destroy my sensitivity as man destroys his, I decided to live without humans. I made my choice, and it wasn't the humans that I chose. I chose my sentient creator and the sentient creations that always filled me with peace and elation. At the height of sentience, peace and elation are one, because together, peace and elation are the emancipation from all material states of existence. They are the emancipation from all lower energies, lower feelings, lower emotions, and lower thoughts. And when you go toward emancipation from all low energies, you start to lose your attachment to the material world you sever the mental tie with your own corporal existence and you think only of your release from mortal enslavement in the matter universe. But instead of thinking of your departure in frantic haste, in anxiety or desperation, you prepare for it in joy. You eagerly look forward to becoming who you truly are so you can shed the flesh identity that you are not. The only way I can describe this is to quote Martin Luther King Jr. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. In our next episode of Cosmic Christ Podcast, Channeling the Mind of Christ, we will listen to the fourth sentient training in Christ's Cosmic Pilot Training. I'm Weaver Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening. Thank you.